Welcome to the Working on the Weekend podcast. When you freelance or own your own business, you likely operate outside the typical nine to five. Join Peyton Robinson and Eileen Talkman each week as they spill the tea on being freelance marketers in the content and social world. You'll hear real life experiences about the grind of freelancing and poke a little fun at corporate America too. You'll never know what to expect from Peyton and Eileen's job in an ever-changing digital world. But one thing's for sure, they'll always be working on the weekends. Working on a weekend like usual. Hello, everybody. This is the first official episode of the Working on the Weekends podcast. Hi, guys. This is crazy. We're so happy to be finally recording our first episode. We've been talking about this. I don't even know how long. Yeah, since like the summer, we've been wanting to do this. And we're hardworking girls. So it was a long time coming and we're so excited to actually be on a schedule where we're going to have consistent episodes going out and yeah we're really excited yeah. perfectly said p yeah this has been a long time coming and anybody who's ever been interested in starting a podcast or wants to know the ins and outs of it it is a lot more work than you think totally i think like i don't know what i expected i feel like anything there's like a learning curve but there's something about like mics and like headphones and like yes. using different software that just feels so insane, like learning a whole new thing. But I think we both felt like it's so interesting to like as someone who like has worked in social media for a long time and this has kind of always been my thing. And for a lot of Eileen's work life, her thing, like having an opportunity to learn a whole new landscape is so fun and so cool. Yeah, this is almost like continuing education for us in a way. No, it literally is. It <laughs> literally is. So I think we first wanted to just touch on why we decided to do this. So we just kind of chatted a little bit about uh, how long it has taken us to get started doing this. Um, but I'm proud of us. We never gave up. We just we kept chugging along and knew that we would get to a uh, consistent schedule sooner rather than later, which we did. But the reason we started doing this is because we have been working together for what, like a year and a half now? Yeah. Yeah. Right around yeah. there. And we always have such good conversations about marketing in general, social, you know, trends, things going on in the industry that in the middle of our conversations, we'd be like, we should start a podcast. This is so interesting. Like and this is literally a podcast episode. Right. And Little do we know, we probably have like 10 podcast episodes worth of conversations out there in the world. But 100% that no one's ever gotten to listen to. You know, we'll try to recreate them eventually. But 100. We, yeah, we have. We've already started like when we're having a conversation on the phone, like, okay, hold on, pause. Let's write this down. This the podcast. <laughs> yeah, like literally, that's exactly what we've been doing. And we have a lot of content. We have many years of stuff to unpack here. This is true. So that that's really the background of our why. We just feel like we have interesting conversations and interesting takes on things going on in the marketing world. So we were just like, you know what? Let's do it. We're both go-getters. We both love to make ourselves way too busy, even busier than we ever need to be. So let's add one more thing on our plate and let's just do this. Exactly. It's like <laughs> How much time do you have left in the day? None. I have an idea, though. Let's start a whole nother project together. Yep. And to be fair- That's us, though. Yeah, that's exactly. It makes so much sense. And if you're out there and you're also somebody that either like works in freelance or works for yourself, you know the feeling of being so passionate about things. And you're like, 
I know I don't have time to do it, but I just like really want to do it. And if you really want to, you will make the time to do it. That was deep and beautiful. Oh my God. And so true. Thank you. Love that so much. So I think we should also kind of start off this first episode giving our listeners a little more background on who we are, how we ended up where we are, how we started working together. Um, And it's, I think it's pretty interesting because we have two completely different backgrounds. So um, I can dive in first and you know, if you weren't sure yet, this is the voice of Eileen talking. Um, Eileen Talkman talking. And do you like that? I loved. Okay, great. And this is Peyton. Um, I don't always sound so sickly. It's just been a week. This is what happens when you work too much. You just get really drained and sick all the time. So this is me, but I don't always sound so gross. I think you sound just marvelous. Oh my God. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you want to dive in first on telling us a little bit about your background, Peyton? Sure. So as Eileen said, we both have very different backgrounds when it comes to just everything, honestly. Um, we are definitely like different in age, and Eileen will get into like all of her stuff, but um, I am turning 23 pretty soon, so I'm 22 years old. My name is Peyton Robinson. I started working in freelance social media marketing at the end of 2017 when I graduated high school. Um, I graduated early and I was one of those people that was like an OG YouTube watcher. Like when Instagram became Instagram, I was always on Instagram. Um, I had a Facebook, my like age group, like Gen Z, we were kind of like late to the Facebook game. So I was around when like everyone was putting out like hundred photos in a photo dump folder and like all of that. But like I was kind of too young to really get into that. So I was like the YouTube kid, the Instagram kid when Instagram came around. We Heart It, I think is what the other, it was an app that I used to use all the time. It's kind of like Pinterest. I used to use Pinterest all the time. I just became like obsessed with social media. And this is around the same time when influencers were getting bigger and bigger. My dream was like, okay, like I want to work in social media. So I have to be an influencer. But I didn't feel like 100% comfortable with like being the face of a YouTube channel or like an Instagram page or anything at that time, like Tumblr was big. I just like didn't like the idea of it being so focused on me. And I definitely like have grown a lot as a person since then. But I mean, I was turning 18 at that time. Like I was a baby and still learning a lot about myself and getting comfortable in my own skin. So I thought, hmm, what could I do instead of being an influencer? Like, is there jobs out there in social media? So I started doing research and came across social media marketing. And I immediately was like, I'm in. I've always loved marketing in general. Like I took a lot of marketing classes, like just in like high school and stuff. And I would always like just be so interested in like looking at advertising, um, even like direct mail pieces that we had to like build out in class and things like that. I just loved it. I loved coming up with slogans and I've always been super creative, but not in the way of like actually like being able to draw or paint or sing or anything like that. I was always just very much like I could come up with it in my head, a really great idea. And then that was kind of where it ended um, because I didn't have like the skills to do things with my own hands, I guess the best way to explain it. Um, And so I started looking into social media marketing and I was like, wait, I think I could do this. I did a bunch of research. Like I spent months of time 
um, after I graduated, like learning everything I could about the algorithms, what best practices are for each platform, like how to pitch yourself to brands, et cetera. And I started really small. I wanted to start by doing some Fiverr gigs. If you don't know what Fiverr is, it's basically a freelance platform. It still exists. There's a bunch of stuff on there from like content writing to graphic design to video editing, podcast editing. There's a million creative services that you can purchase from freelancers around the world. And my whole thing was one of the like the main things I kept seeing everywhere was like, okay, in order to pitch yourself to brands, you have to have a portfolio of like some work you've done. And I'm like, well, I don't have any work. Like I've never done this before. So I thought that maybe starting on Fiverr and putting my rates like super, super like dirt cheap that I would get some businesses to use my services and be able to use those for a portfolio all while like working full time. I did not go to college. Um, and it was never that like I didn't want to go or did want to go. And Eileen and I have talked about like this is a whole separate episode in itself. But I never really knew what I was going to do. Like my whole thing was and how my dad also works in the field. Um, he's a chief creative officer for a company. So I had grown up around basically having a graphic designer as my dad. And his whole thing was go to college if what you're looking for and want to do requires a degree. If it's something that you can learn on your own. Or like just be passionate about something and then whatever you need to be able to achieve that job, that career, go that way. And so as I was doing research, it looked like I didn't really need to go to college and I wasn't really 100% sure what I was going to do. So I was like, okay, we're going to try this Fiverr thing first and see how this goes and then start pitching out to brands. And that's how I started. I was still working full time. I did a bunch of odd social media like just marketing and management across the board for B2B companies, B2C companies. I helped my dad's company with some things long, long time ago. And I loved it. I just like fell in love with it. And the more experience you have, the more, you know, you do a great job at a dirt cheap rate for one company that's like a little boutique in South Carolina. All of a sudden, maybe they know somebody in New York City that's looking for someone. And just the capabilities of networking were really what got me to where I ended up. In 2020, when COVID happened, I was still working full-time in addition to social media. And I started seeing, obviously, TikTok. Eileen, were you on TikTok in 2020? I was on TikTok in 2020. I was that person who made fun of TikTok in 2019. Same. Same. And then once 2020 hit, I became obsessed. I actually believe I made a TikTok. Maybe we should pull that out of the archive sometime. I oh. made a TikTok of me making fun of TikTok and then realizing that I was the idiot and that TikTok is incredible. Um, yeah. Idiot. Please post idiot. that on the Instagram as well. <laughs> you and know what? I will. Please do because it's hilarious that like now like we it's like not a joke. Like this is not a joke. This is so serious. But we'll go a little bit into like our a little bit more into our career paths, but essentially started working freelance and I've continued down that path. In 2020, I created a TikTok page because everyone else was. And I had seen a page, I believe it was for Dallas, and it was like Dallas Loves List or something. And it was a bunch of like different things to do in Dallas, like cool spots for food, drink, activities. And I was like, I could do one of those for Chicago. So I started a page and it somewhat blew up. I got to like 36,000 followers in my first year. Oh, and that's a big deal. Okay. 
Agreed, but it's a lot different now than it was then. <laughs> like it was much easier to get like to get followers and views then than it is now. Um, but that did reignite my passion like for social media and wanting to make this my full time job instead of just doing some stuff freelance while also working like quote unquote regular nine to five jobs. And I got to pitching and I worked with a few different creative agencies to land some of my key roles, including the job where I met my favorite person ever and co-host, Eileen. Who, me? You. That's cute. Um, Okay. Well, if your jaw is not on the floor listening to Peyton's story, then like what are you doing with your life right now? Because truly, I am like amazed by you. And I think I'd like to just tell a little anecdote. This was I'm blushing already. Ago. I just need okay. you to know that I'm literally blushing already. Like, stop. Good. I'm please continue to go, actually. Um, I, I, I do want to tell this cute little story because I will never forget this. And you know what? We'll probably talk about this more eventually. But I was living in Korea this year and I was on the phone with Peyton. And we we're just talking about, I don't know, something to do with work, I'm sure, and catching up. And she was talking about her house that she owns and then how she like just decided to move to Arizona because she wanted a little change of scenery. And so she had a place there and just she just was like talking. And I was like, dang, this girl is successful. And I remember saying, I know people aren't supposed to ask this, but like we're friends now. How old are you? Thinking that she was going to be like close to my age. And then when she tells me she's 22 years old, I was floored at how professional and successful she is at such a young age and so impressed by the fact that she didn't go to college in a world where everyone tells you you have to go to college. Anyways, stop. I just think we should use that as some inspiration here. No, I really think that like anything and I, I truly mean this, like if you are passionate about something, you will break down any walls that have been put up for you not to achieve whatever that is. If you want something bad enough and you like know for a fact that you are going to have that, you want this job, you want this career, you envision a certain life for yourself, that is like my force every day that gets me up in the morning. It's my motivation to keep working and to keep trying because even then when I was working at Starbucks at 4 a.m., I was like, I know what I want. And even though I'm doing this right now, I know exactly what I want and I'm going to keep going and keep going until I get there. And I think knowing what I wanted so young, it just, it matures you fast. When you're starting to work with brands and stuff and you're like 18 years old and they're like, hey, sign this NDA and do this and this. And you're like, I don't even know what an NDA is. Like you have to Google every little thing and you get on calls with all these like older corporate people. And like, it's just like a whole different culture, especially as someone who didn't go to school to like kind of learn and see you mature fast. And um, Eileen has the complete opposite experience, I guess, kind of in social media. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I look at her and I'm like, that's the goal. Like you're my vision of success. So thank you for thinking that, you know, stop it. I swear. I know we talk about this all the time, not on the pod, but like you are my vision of a successful person in their early thirties. Like that's what I want to be. And I want to be you. Can I just be you? Oh, I want to be you too. So maybe oh we should God. like do a little freaky Morph. Friday or something. Yeah. Okay. So please tell us. I told a little bit about like me, my background. Who's Eileen? What's Eileen <sighs> up to? How'd she get in here? Like what's going on? Do you really want to know? I really actually do. <laughs> well, 
my background is truly the complete opposite of Peyton's. And I think that's what makes us such a great duo. I, at the age of 18, was not being as much of a go-getter as P. I was going to college. And because, like I said a few minutes ago, I felt like growing up, or at least when I was in high school, it was like, no, you go to college. And like, honestly, even if if you wanted to go to community college, that was like sort of looked down upon. You know, I kind of tend to go with the the ways of the world and what I think is like right or what I should be doing. So I did go to college. I went to a school called Bradley University in Peoria, Illinois. Um, not a very well-known school, but uh, loved my time there. When I was entering college, you know, you you then again at the age of 18 have to decide a major. Like, what am I going to take classes about? What am I going to basically decide your future at the age of 18? As a kid, I was always very entrepreneurial. Um, I had so many little businesses as a kid, and I was also very creative. Um, kind of what you said too, Peyton, not necessarily in like a drawing and painting sort of way, but I just always had so many ideas. Like I knew what I wanted things to look like and how I wanted them to turn out and I was just always doing stuff like that. I was I was the eight-year-old that made a PowerPoint presentation to my parents describing why we needed to get a pet. And my mom still like talks about that to this day. And you haven't really changed too much. Like I could see you doing that now with Mike. Like, Mike, I want a second dog. Like, here are my reasons. Come sit down on the couch. Like one billion percent still you. Yeah, I probably will do that like tomorrow or something. <laughs> but um, I was like, okay. I think I know what marketing is, sort of, and I guess I will major in that. That was truly my thought process behind majoring in marketing. And, you know, so many people go to college and they change their majors and they have to stay longer or, you know, they switch and they're playing catch up. And I was really that person who just decided my major as a freshman and stuck with it for four years. And um, I graduated in the spring of 2014. And um, this is actually maybe not interesting, but maybe anybody out there who's listening and is discouraged about the job market, I actually took an internship upon graduation. Even though I had had three internships in college, I was like looking for a job. Things weren't working out. I, I felt like I needed to have something set up by the time I graduated. Like that was that was to me like the the determination of success. You know, everyone's graduating and has jo jobs lined up. Like I need to have something lined up before I graduate. I cannot leave Peoria, Illinois without a job. Um, and I ended up taking an internship at the company that I now freelance for where I met Peyton. So um, I have been there a long time in some way, shape or form. I guess what I'm trying to say is it's okay if you take an internship after college because for me, it turned into a full-time job. So I, I really do consider myself like a marketing Jane of all trades. I I never knew how many different parts and facets there were to marketing that I have done a little bit of everything at this point. And now at the age of 30, I am like finally learning about what I truly, really, really enjoy doing. Like eight plus years in the workforce. And I, I actually feel like within the last year, I really know what I like to do in the marketing world. 
So, um, you know, I've done a lot of sales support and marketing, which is not the most fun thing in the entire world. I have done a lot of writing, uh, copy editing, and content creation, and now more recently in the last couple of years into the social world, which is my favorite place to be. And we love to have you here in the social world. And I think something that you said that like really stood out to me in contrast to my experience is I knew right out of the gate, like, this is what I want. And you didn't. And if anyone out there is listening and you're like, okay, I like marketing. I don't know what part of marketing I like. Like there's so much stuff now. Like there's so many different ways to Mm -hmm. do marketing or any, just being creative in general. Like there's so many different ways to be creative and make money being creative you don't have to figure it all out at once. Like I knew kind of what I wanted to do, but sometimes it's like trying on different dresses. You need to go into those different positions and different roles and learn different skills and figure out like what's for you and what's not. And whether you know right away what you want to do or you don't, they're both great because life is just a big experience and we're all just learning. So true. So, so true. And it really is crazy how many different, uh, to use your dress analogy, dresses that you can try on in the marketing world. There are just so many different things and I feel like it's still growing to this day. So if you like data and numbers, there's marketing jobs for that. If you like to be creative and are into art, there's marketing roles for that. If you like to write, there's marketing roles for that. There really is just for everything. Yeah. Every company that you see that you can think of, there's marketing behind it. So if you are creative, but you also are really passionate about golf, there's a role for you out there. And if there isn't, make one, make one. If there's like very, some very specific niche that you're like, oh, okay, nobody, I cannot find a job for um, specific husky um, animal shelter, social media marketing, make it. You can become anything you want. And that's the beauty of marketing it's not going anywhere. It's always changing, but it's not going anywhere. Everyone knows the value of marketing. And if they don't, you can show them and kind of take it your own way. Um, Love that. Thank you. Um, I did talk a little bit more, I feel like, about myself than you did. And I kind of got through, like, I think the bulk of my experience. But I want to know more about you, Eileen. Like, I want to know why you decided to go into freelance versus staying in like a full-time role once you had done an internship and like a few internships and kind of saw the corporate world? Like why did you choose to freelance? Great question. Again, like I said earlier, I never even thought that that would be a route for me because what like when I was in high school, it was like, okay, I'm going to go to a four-year college. It's just what I'm going to do. Once I graduated, it was, I'm going to get a full-time job. That's just what I'm going to do. There's no right or wrong. But to me, like that was the only option, um, which like is kind of sad that I was so closed-minded. But at the same time, whatever, you know, everything happens for a reason. But um, I was working for about four years full-time. Um, and I liked it. Everything was great. But honestly, for personal reasons, I wanted more flexibility. I wanted to not be tied to my computer from, you know, nine to five, eight to four, whatever your hours are every single day. Um, I needed more flexibility in my life because I move like several times a year, typically for my husband's job. And 
it was just tying me down too much. It was so stressful. I remember the first year that we were married, um, I was still working full time and I was on a different time zone. I was on the West Coast. So you know how that is now because you've been living in Arizona, Peyton, when you have a meeting that is scheduled for, you know, 9 a.m. Central time normal for you. That's at seven o'clock in the morning. Yep. Yeah. And like, that's not, not fun. fun. No, it's <laughs> so, not fun. Yeah. So I was living on the West Coast. And I remember like vividly, you know, I'd be traveling with my husband for his job. We would be in a hotel somewhere. We wouldn't have gotten back to our hotel until like 11 o'clock at night after his games would be over. And I'd have a call at seven o'clock in the morning. And I remember sitting on the floor in hotel bathrooms, trying to be quiet so I didn't wake my husband up, taking calls and just being like, this sucks and this is not going to work for me forever. Like this just doesn't work. So um, I did start freelancing in 2018. Um, And honestly, I don't even know if you know this, Peyton. I like freaked out after I started freelancing. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I was so much happier. It was great. But I didn't feel the stability that I typically like felt in a full-time job that I freelanced for about six months. And then I was like, oh my God, I can't do this. I, I need a full-time job. So I, I did went, not know this. I went back and got a new full-time job. I didn't know this. Wow. And we're going to do just a whole dropping bombs. No, I literally love this. Um, We're going to do a whole episode too on like freelance versus like a full-time yes. position um, because there are so many pros and cons to both. Like obviously yes. we both do freelance. So we there's something there that we like, duh. Mm-hmm. But there is a little scary feeling about like what like you don't have – like at any point you could just no longer have work. And it is – it's a scary feeling. But there's yes. also a lot of rewards that you get with being a freelancer. But I didn't totally. know that. That's so crazy. Yeah. I can't wait for that future episode, by the way. We're going to have yeah, so much to um, but yeah, I was I was honestly out of fear. I was like, I need the stability. I need the constant, like, I just need that. And um, I went back, not went back, I went and found a new um, full-time job, which honestly, looking back, was not the right move. Um, I had, I made that decision. I'm taking this job. I am not going to travel with my husband this year. I'm just going to stay home with our dog and visit him when I can. And honestly, I was Ms. Like, didn't like the job. I It was not the right marketing fit for me. I wasn't doing anything in marketing that I actually liked to do. Um, and I was just, I just like regressed a little bit because I was scared. Um, so I stayed at that job for exactly one year, stuck it out for one year, and then once again, quit and said I'm going I'm I'm freelancing again full time. You know, I had a couple more clients lined up. I felt better about it in that moment. Then COVID hit. And two of my clients had to cut their budgets and did not have work for me for several months. Um the work did end up coming back after a few months and after you know like the panic of initial COVID wore off. Um and then honestly ever since then I've been like very stable freelancing so happy. Even if that means working on the weekends, I love it. So um, that was a just a quick route through my career journey, but that's where I am now. I loved it. I, I, lo- I love hearing your whole story. Obviously, we've talked about like 
we've talked a million times over the past year and a half, but every time, like, I feel like I learned something new about all of it. And I, I just find it so interesting how people can go so many different routes and still end up like, boom, at the same spot. And yes. I think that it's just so important for people who are listening to this and are either in a role that they don't like or they don't know what's next and you kind of just feel stuck or confused or unsure of what your next step is to know that like things will fall in line for you. You can have totally. one assumption about who you'll be in five years and it will be completely different. Just follow what feels right. And if you keep doing that long enough, you'll probably end up somewhere that you're really happy to be. I completely agree. And through even just my experience, everything always works out. It really does. Like, even when you don't think it's going to, it truly always does work out. And that honestly just goes with life and not necessarily just your career. Yeah. So that is that is the story of Eileen. And uh, yeah, like I said before, I just love that we have two completely different backgrounds that we can kind of come together and share our experiences and hopefully, um, you know, inspire other people and show other people that there's no right or wrong way to be in marketing. Yeah. 1000 bajillion percent. Thank you for sharing your whole background. Um, I feel like you ordered yours so much better than mine. Um, but I, of course, of course not. No, never. Um, no, I think that that was great. I think we should go into why, why are we making this podcast? Like why would somebody want to listen to this podcast? Because I know why. Like, I'm happy to be here. Well, tell but, me. Well, first thing, like you, I mean, you said this earlier, and I think that this is like the key is we have these conversations that I feel like there are so many other people that are either working in corporate, wish they were freelancing, are freelancers, are in school, and they're like confused or don't know like what route is best for them or like just what is available to them. Or maybe you don't know anything about social media marketing or content in general. And you're like, I kind of want to get into that, but like, I just don't know. And we'll have these conversations like regularly where we're just going through all of those questions and answers and work-life balance. And, you know, Eileen was literally in Korea for like a long, long time. <laughs> I don't even know, like eight months or something. Yeah, close to that. Close, close enough. Like she was in Korea working, still working full time, and like how her job shifted and changed when she was, you know, out of the country on a completely mm -hmm. different time zone than um, here in the United States. And like, there's just so many conversations that we've had that I feel like are valuable to other people. And also, we talked about this in our trailer. If you haven't listened to our trailer, go listen to our trailer, please. But. Uh, please. Thank you. Um, but we talked about in our trailer too that when I'm looking for a podcast as somebody in this space, we're all just very serious. Like it's mm -hmm. just too serious. And I'm like, wait, where are the girlies at? Like where are my yes. people? Where are my people? Like where are the other people? I know that there's people, I see people, I meet people all the time that are in our space. Where is the podcast for us? And listen, if it doesn't exist, create it. So that's kind of my thoughts. But there's also some other things that I think definitely kind of played into starting a podcast. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I think that you hit the nail on the head there. And I think that 
I loved what you just said. Where are my girlies? And, you know, that's who we want to be. We just want to like be the relatable, approachable young gals just trying to work their way through life and uh, the marketing world. So with the workforce changing so much and the fact that now people want more flexibility, they don't even want it. They're like demanding it. Like I, you know, know people that aren't going to take a job unless they get whatever amount of PTO and they negotiate that because people want the flexibility. People want to work from home. Um, And so I feel like we have good insights on how we can help people get there um, or, you know, give them ideas on ways to, you know, find work that supports the kind of lifestyle they're trying to live. Yeah, I totally agree. I think we both have had struggles. I mean, it's not easy. It definitely isn't, especially when you're your own boss. It gets a little scary, gets a little dicey. Um, And there are a lot of like tangible tips that I've learned, that Eileen has learned, that we've helped each other through. Like we'll just have conversations. I'm drowning. Like I need someone to talk to and like hyping each other up. And like we're here to also hype you guys up because I need to hear it sometimes. Eileen needs to hear it sometimes. We all honestly need, need to, to hear, hear it all the time. Even honestly. like <laughs> our dogs need to hear it sometimes. Like you just need to hype people up that are in your lives. And yeah, there's just something about, I mean, that the work is such like a serious thing, obviously. Like we're making money. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a big part of our lives. But the corporate world is so serious that sometimes there just needs to be like some real conversations between friends, which you're listening to this, you are now our friend and you're in the circle. <gasps> Welcome. What? Oh, I got scared. We just made a friend. Hi, friend. Um, <laughs> send us a message and be like, hi, I want to be besties. And we're like, okay, let us hype you up. Like, how can we hype you up? Because genuinely, the corporate world, life in general is taken way too seriously. And we're just the realness, the dose of realness that you need while you're sitting at your computer working, having a stressed out day, and you want some tangible tips takeaways, but also just to hear like the girlies at the water cooler talking. You know what I mean? Yes. And to know that like if you're sitting in that meeting that is so annoying and you have no one to look at and make side eyes at, we are there. We are making side eyes at you from afar. We're all together. Virtually like that feeling of you in that meeting, I'm also in that meeting. We are all in that meeting. We are all in that meeting. Love Love it. I love it. So we have some segments, you guys, and I'm actually like really, really, really hyped about this. Like this is like the part that I'm like, yes, because it goes into what we just said, like not taking everything so seriously. Like I want serious money, but I don't want to take life so seriously. So we came up with three segments that we're going to use or do every episode. Every single episode. I'm so hyped. So Eileen's going to kick us off with our first segment, Corporate Jargon Pet Peeve. Mm. What does it mean? What are we doing? And what is the Corporate Jargon Pet Peeve of the week? Love it. So yes, every episode, I, and not just me, Peyton and I, one of us will come with a corporate jargon phrase, word, whatever it may be, that personally drives us nuts. Um, You know, I may have a little bit of an unpopular opinion here, but I hate the words that, like we were kind of just talking about, make everything sound so serious. And one of those words for me that I confess I use 
I use it sometimes because I feel like everyone else says it. Align. I hate the word align. Why can't I just say, oh, agreed. Oh, sounds good. Why We're aligned. Do I, why I do, do it I have too. to say I'm aligned on that? Stop trying to sound so smart. No, it's so true because it's like, no, it's honestly so true. It's but like, I use it. So like not I'm necessary. yelling at myself right now. I use it a lot. Emails to my boss with like aligning on a few things here. Like yes. just say like just Want to start make sure the email. We're on the same page. No, yeah. you're not allowed to say that anymore for some reason. And I think part of what it is is like you hear everyone else say it and you're like, yeah, sure. Like that sounds <laughs> that good. Like so no, it doesn't. True. No, it doesn't. It's so true. If I use that one a lot. Clients are listening to this right now and you're like, Eileen, I say I align to you all the time. I know you do. And I'm going to say it right back. And it's okay. But we but it's can not we great. laugh about it. Can we just laugh about it? It's yeah. It's can we all just agree? It's too much. Like it's too I'm going to continue to do it, but like, who am I? Like, am I the CEO of like Google? Like, why am I? Wouldn't I ever? I don't need to use the word align. Like, could you imagine going to a doctor's office and they're like, just want to align with you on a few things on your chart? Like, I would be like, <laughs> sir, what? Like, I'm sorry. Are you reading me a book? Like, what's happening here? Yeah. It's well, you much. know what? I can make you one promise right now. I will never use the word align when you and I are working together. Okay. I cannot promise that. I wish I could, <laughs> but it's so second nature for me. I use it like more than you like could possibly understand. And I'm not trying to call you out right now because everyone does it. I'm no, literally I feel calling called out, out everybody. I honestly feel attacked, but not, it's just a personal attack. Like I feel like I do it too much and you know, thank you for bringing it to my attention because oh. align is honestly a horrible word. It's if you're using worst. it, you guys like, Stop. Like if your boss is sending you emails with the word align, like take a shot for every single time someone yes. says align on like a marketing all hands call or something like yes, 50 times. Yeah, we're aligned on that. So I just want to align on this. It's yep. too much. It's too much. It's too much. Love it. I, I love it and hate it for all of us. All of I kind of want to use it more now. Like something about it is making me want to say it. Honestly, it will be triggering, but I accept you for everything that you are. So go ahead. Yeah. Great. So let's friend. actually, let's align on something that's happening this week in social. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perfect. Well, because that's our next segment yes. this week in social. Yes. I'm, talk so glad we're aligned. I'm so glad we're aligned on that too. <laughs> we're always going to talk about something hot going on in the social world. I mean, maybe it's not going to always be super hot. It could just be something like cute that happened that one of us saw on the internet and we wanted to share. But Peyton's going to take over this week in social. All right, guys. So yeah, like Eileen said, there's some slow news weeks, okay? Let's be honest. Like social is either like so changing so rapidly that like you literally can't keep up or you're like, eh, like everything's, everything's different but also the same. Yeah. But Twitter is like kind of like going off right now. And we're filming this on November 13th. 2022. And so if you know, you know, okay, there's a lot going on. There's yep. the Elon Musk of it all. There's people getting banned. There's the impersonations. There's just stuff's going down on Twitter. And I actually don't use Twitter anymore. I haven't used Twitter. I deleted it years ago. I use it for clients, but I don't use my own Twitter. I just got bored of it. Like it's just the same old, same old after a while. And I personally don't use Twitter. So I was kind of shocked by all this news and something that I read, and I'm pretty sure 
Eileen also knows about this. I feel like this is something that's like very hot right now. But essentially, Twitter is previewing, and this is from socialmediatoday.com. Twitter previews new official gray checkmark as it prepares to launch its $8 verification plan. Essentially, on Twitter, there will be an official check tick for people that pay (laughs) to have it. And let me just start. I'm just going to start off. Eileen, I just want to say it. Okay. I understand that like not everyone will get approved for it. Like it's still like there's a process to it. I'm assuming from like what I read. I hate it. I hate hate it it. so much. I don't know if that's like a hot take, but like. I don't think it's a hot take actually. I think most people out there are like, this is so dumb. Because like, okay, could you imagine if like on Instagram, like everyone could just pay for, like I could, okay, if I could, I would become verified on Instagram and slide into every celebrity's DMs. Like if I could pay $8 a month, only $8, like that's literally like less than Netflix. That's like one nice drink at Starbucks. One drink at Starbucks to be able to slide into every celebrity's primary DMs instead of the requests. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would do it in two seconds. So I'm not hating. I'm not hating at all. It's more of just like, it's a bad idea, in my opinion. Well, because of everything that's happened since then, you said, you know, and they're they're claiming that there is still like an approval process with this. I have seen so many different brands become impersonated and have these people posting saying, you know, we're as a brand, we're doing this as a brand, we're doing that. And other people that maybe, you know, don't know as much about this topic as you and me are reading this thinking it's the actual brand saying it. That's this is a problem. It's insane. But also like, I just, I think that like, I know that there's a lot of times where like brands are actually like legit and they cannot get verified. Like it's just taking a long time. I know the process is like insane or like someone is on the voice, they get off the voice and like all of a sudden all these pages are popping up of, you know, this person and like, they're like, this is actually me. And like, I'm waiting to be verified. Like this is me. It's a whole messy situation, but I don't think that just giving out checks it's almost like the imposter check. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if I saw a gray check, it's like the like generic. Like, it's the generic. This version is the store brand. Check. No, it literally is. It's the off-brand cereal. Yep. It's not the Fruit yeah. Loops. Like, Fruit Loops is the blue check. If you have a gray check, I'm embarrassed for you. You're getting fruit. I have zero checks, by the way. I don't even have a Twitter, and I have like not that many followers on Instagram. So I'm not hating. I'm just saying that it's a no for me. It's a no for me, and I think it's a no for most people. Okay. So glad we're aligned on that. I'm so glad we're aligned on that. I could not imagine not being aligned on that. Perfect. We do have one more segment, Eileen. Kick us off. So our third segment that you can expect to hear on every episode of the Working on the Weekends podcast is a current social trend, whether we love it or whether we hate it. And, you know, what is it? So um, I can go first. Please please. So mine, and maybe this isn't like super current, but I've just been seeing so many more of them lately. And that would be day in the life videos. People on TikTok who record like what they're doing every day or people that like influencers on Instagram stories that are taking me through their entire day obsessed. I am so nosy about just everything in life. I love knowing what you're doing all day long and I find them so entertaining. Okay. I'm so glad you brought this up because I aspire to be them. Like if somebody asks me like, what do you want to be? 
I want to be the day in the life girly. I want to be like that clean aesthetic, that girl morning routine on their way to spin Skincare on acrylic shelves. Skincare on acrylic shelves, like perfect, like matching, like um, set active sets. Like I, yes, I aspire to be you in every, in every way. And I, I've actually like purposely catered my like whole Instagram explore page by liking those videos, those reels so that they will not stop showing up. Like I want them every day. It's my motivation, honestly, like get your butt up and be them. Like today's a new day. Try again. Wait, I love that. I love that. I love that. Should we each, should we each film a day in the life for the working on the weekend pod Instagram page? Eileen, you've never had a better idea. 100% yes. I'm living out my dream right now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So a million times. Yes. So by the time our next episode airs, which will be in two weeks, you'll, you know what? Just, just you'll tune see. in. Just tune follow in. Follow us on Instagram. Fill, yeah. Follow us at WOTW pod, by the way. And yeah, you will, you will see a day in the life from each of us. How about that? And it will be fun because we have also very different lives, but also very similar. Yeah. So it should be interesting. I'm so excited. Follow us on Instagram. Um, I'm already like thinking through like, okay, like how aesthetic can I be? What's the yeah. cutest outfit I can wear in this video? Like, yes. Yes. A million times. Yes. It needs to be a day. I have like some stuff going on too. Yeah, me too. I don't want to seem so lame. Like, okay, yeah, she just works same. all day sometimes, but not always. I love that. Love so it. Love it. Okay. So I have one as well. And mine is, if you're listening to this, it's either going to hit or it's not. It's going to be a hit or a miss. But any like brand content on social media that is like forcing themselves to be luxury. And this for me is a hate. Okay. So I have an example of this. (laughs) I need this example. (laughs) And here's the thing. I say I hate it. I want it. Like I still want the item. So I'm not saying like I don't like it. I love it. But it just weirds me out because it's like a weird way for social media to go. And I'm trying to find it. But so hold on a second. But basically any like here's the example. I got to figure out the name of the page and I will tell you guys. But it's essentially like a cookie shop. Okay. And Mm -hmm. they are like pretending that they are like skims their posts like you would think it's like it's like indescribable and i okay hold on is this is this parody or not they're like dead serious they're serious and the thing is i do like it i do want it because of it like it's working for me so like i'm not saying it doesn't work but i hate it from like the fact that i work in marketing like the idea of having to someday work for you know a like a sticker brand and pretend that that sticker brand is Louis Vuitton, it stresses me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. I found it, you guys. It's Last Crumb. Bakery handmade cookies. And Eileen, after this, please go look at it because it's it's shockingly good. Like I want the cookies, but we're talking about not only does this page have 118,000 followers and come off like so bougie, the cookie price matches. Oh, and then here's the thing though. Here's my my trigger. They drop the cookies like you would drop a shoe. Like you, you would drop New Balance 550s, okay? They are dropping the cookie dro- like launches. And so like you have to like go on there and like be waiting to get in line for the cookies. It's insane. Like wow. it's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And I love it and hate it at the same time. I love it from like the consumer perspective 
hate it because um, I don't want to have to do this for brands at all. Yeah. It's a lot. Okay, so I pulled it up and I agree with you. It's the aesthetics are not what I would imagine a cookie brand aesthetics would be. It's very neutral, very monochromatic, very like black, sexy. Oh, yes. Yes. And it's like, I actually f- follow a cookie brand that is the complete opposite of this. It's like colorful <laughs> and funny and yeah, this is very interesting. I, I completely understand why you hate to love this page. I Exactly. And I think when I'm back in Illinois um, for the holidays, that if we record in person, we literally, I'm going to order the cookies. I'm going to wait for the drop. And we can say, we can see if they live up to the hype. Because I think it's like over $100 for the, the box of cookies. Like Holy moly. And you only get one of each. Like, it's crazy. What? But like, I want to know, like, it looks so premium. Is it? Like, I need to know, are the cookies matching the aesthetics? We'll have to when be live. coming home aesthetics. because the flavors that are dropping tomorrow look really good. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Um, I'm Lee home. I mean, I could try for this drop and I'll just get them like shipped to your house or something. But um, I'm going to be home next weekend. So okay. I'm sorry, but last crumb, here we come. Oh my God. That Lava rhyme. cake, s'mores, apple pie, and pumpkin spice latte. This is what I'm saying. Like, it's so good like it's just a level of marketing that like i cannot compete with and that's why i'm bitter but that is my segment what do you think everybody go check out um no i'm kind of hating it too it's just a little try hard for me it's a little pick me vibes it's giving pick me for sure it's a drop element that like really takes it like one step too far in my opinion as well um but i definitely would love to try them and love to buy them same. We're going to have to. Um, okay. Wow. I love that. So everyone go check out the Last Crumb Instagram page and um, DM us on Instagram and let us know what you think. Do you love Ooh, it? I have a good idea. It. Moving forward, we should also do like a couple episodes down the line when we've learned what we're doing here, but doing like polls after the episodes. Like, do you love it or hate it for the yes. different trends? <gasps> yes. I mean, I really think we should already do it tomorrow. Let's do it. We may we're going to well. do it. Go to our Instagram. Yeah, go to our Instagram and let us know. Okay, and that's great. a wrap. That is really a wrap on the first episode. Yes. Thanks for listening. You guys, we really appreciate it. We're still learning what we're doing. So obviously we're not perfect. We're figuring out figuring it out as we go. But please join us back again in two please weeks. Please do. Because please. we have a very exciting guest for our next episode. We do. She may or may not also be our boss. So she is most certainly our boss. She is the reason <laughs> that Peyton and I are friends. Yeah. Um, she kills the social game personally. She's a hoot on her personal yeah. social channels. She runs social strategy for huge a company. Huge. Huge. We <laughs> and we are so excited to have her on podcast next week. So that's just a little tease. Yeah, we're teasing you guys. Please come back next week or I guess in two weeks on Monday. Every other Monday. That's where you can find us. And I think that's it. Thanks for listening. Follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on the next episode. We also work in social. So you already know our pod social game is going to be 10 out of 10. Also, we're doing polls. You don't want to miss those. You don't. Where can they find us, Eileen? On Instagram. They can find us on Instagram at WOTWpod. Please Woo. follow us. Also, follow us. if you love us, go on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a little rating or review. 
please, you guys, we're begging. Just kidding. We're not begging, but we also are. But I'm not above begging. No, I'm not above begging. Like, do you want a last crumb cookie package? <laughs> rate the podcast. <laughs> rate the podcast. Please and you know what? Podcast. You know, even though right now it's probably just our friends and fam listening and supporting us, um, if you leave a nice message, maybe we'll give you a little shout out. Totally. Friends and fam, we love you. Um, thanks for supporting us always. If you've stumbled upon this podcast, hi. Thanks for joining us today. It was a long one. If you got to hear, we're already besties. So DM us on Instagram as well. And we're going to talk to you super, super soon. We love it. And we love, love you it. guys. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Working on a weekend like usual.